I'm still eating my dinner. Oh, why did I bring them in? No, it's fine. What are you eating? Spicy chicken tikka masala. Mm, tikka masala. Yeah, but since a baby, he doesn't like spicy food. I do like some spicy food. I don't like white sauce, remember? You also don't like the chipotle sauce that they have. It's spicy. Yeah, no. no, I just don't like the flavor. There's a difference. Oh, well, you said spicy, I thought. So what spicy food do you like? I mean, I like buffalo wings, like buffalo sauce. Even though I'm not a fan of vinegar, I do like buffalo sauce. And, like, I'm okay with, like, spicy, spicier Indian food. Does that mean we're starting? <laughs> <laughs> we are bringing G.I. Joe twins in three, two, one. And send burps. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 223 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, talk about our love of the game, and talk about food before the show started. Sin, yes. eating anything tonight? We got Metal Mark eating a Costco pizza in the chat. We got me eating some uh, spicy chicken tikka masala. Oh, yeah. I had ravioli for dinner. Not as exciting. No. Nope. <laughs> but that's okay. Very what else is so. new? What have you been up to today? I uh, went to the aquarium again today, the Baltimore Aquarium. And then uh, other than that, nothing. Uh, my flooring project's done, so I don't really have that to whine about on the podcast anymore. And got on a few minutes uh, before recording to play a little Destiny, catch up on some of the uh, solstice grind, don't even know why I'm doing it. And now I'm just uh, casually running a strike because I haven't really done that at all. Now, wait a second. We have to discuss this because I thought <laughs> this is my point all along every time. Why are you doing it, Sin? Or are you actually not going to care about the triumph in the title this time? I'm kind of caring. That's why I'm doing the uh, Vanguard strikes. I wouldn't mind, but it's with it ending soon. I mean, I got enough that I unlocked the code for the glasses, the sunglasses. That part's done. So are you going to get the title, though? Uh, you mean, it, I think at this point it's just for gilding. I know, and you're the one that usually cares about that. Are you saying you don't care this time? Well, the gilding part, not so much. Gilding, not, I don't really care as much. I still need my Aquanaut, tit Aquanaut title. I do want to get that. But the uh, Tier 7 deep dive eludes me right now. And I will be... And I wouldn't mind doing that anyway, right? Double duty for the Catalyst, for the exotic? Yep. Sin's always behind. Everyone's moved on from Tier 7 anymore, Karen. <laughs> pretty much except for mm. earlier you were uh was it rng or yoda that needed the uh exotic i don't remember i think rng at least oh but that's not tier seven i know but he'll want to do a tier seven for the catalyst after he gets it guaranteed uh, yep um he said no he won't so he said you don't even know what's going on <laughs> rng lurking in chat thanks for calling me out it's insane stuff that he doesn't know about. 
<laughs> I bet he will. If the gun ever becomes good, he will want to get it. Or want to have it, at least. But there's tons of good guns. That's the problem with the game right now. I know. There's tons of everything. And will a, will a, um, a primary gun really ever be meta? Maybe uh, if it was a heavy gun or something. Maybe if you're talking PvE content, but who knows? I don't think uh, this particular gun I have heard is not good in PvP. Or e. great, is it good? I should say. I should say it's not great. Mm. Is it even great in PvE? No. And I don't say I haven't even really used it, but I would like to have it. In that off chance that I will need it someday a.k.a. the Leviathan's Breath Catalyst, or the... Oh, what is the shotgun we're using? Acreus. The ac having the Acreus Catalyst. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If you wait later, it'll actually be easier to get. The Leviathan's Breath was easy to get the Catalyst. You just... I only had to kill, like, two yellow bar enemies with it, and it dropped. And then this, these things are in missions. They make them easier later on, so... Ultimately, we won't have to do the mission to get the catalyst. It'll be gotten some easier way. Maybe. Who knows? Or they'll bring it back in the uh, the rotator, kind of like what they're doing this coming uh, this coming season with the exotic rotator, the mission rotator. Um. What now? Oh yeah, the yeah the exotic mission rotator. Yep. Because this is technically an exotic mission. It was not how we got Leviathan's breath, right? We got Leviathan's breath by a cool little thing in the tower oh yeah but other uh, exotic missions weapons have changed other ways think about um hawk moon think about um the other one the dead man's tail i think there, there's a few but is it going to continue when the rotator's there who knows yeah who knows but there's more <laughs> there, there's definitely um logic to what I was saying, like a lot of things do end up getting easier in the game rather than harder. Um, think about also, what was it? Um, what's that SMG, the void one, that's really good? Um, I mean, it, that's kind of like web, sucks right? at funnel web, yeah, or something. It, it was like really hard to get at first, and then it got a lot easier to get. Now it drops like candy. Yeah, yeah. Rarely weapons, do they ever get harder to get? And there's so many examples. In D1 also, Necrochasm, it was hard to get in the raid, and then at the very end there was a quest to finally get Galahorn was hard to get, rare, and then there was a quest to get it. They don't always get easier, but if anything's going to happen, there's a good chance it'll get easier. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Speaking of Necrochasm, was it uh, the Tassie article that I was reading, and I think you might have commented on earlier on in the week, about uh, possibly being Crota as a returning raid. I know we're getting close to finding out what it is. For another few weeks away, we should be able to, to hopefully learn what that's going to be. But uh, I think in that article, he mentioned Crota being one of them. And obviously Wrath, we know, is a D1 if it's D1 reprisal. But uh, Necrochasm not being in the game could be a good reason for Crota to come back. Oh, no, no, no. You forget. That has nothing to do with it. They said, because remember... Kings are, um, there's other ones that they brought back that already had weapons in the game. They say they'll just make a different weapon. They very specifically said that once. I know, 
But as we know from the article today, they said a lot of things and have gone back on that. Have they not? Uh, maybe. Yeah. What did they go back on today? Um, I did read something about the vendor, um, and we can touch more on the article here in a little bit, but with the vendor, uh, what is it, armor pieces, uh, they mentioned something about getting new armor pieces each season, and they basically said they amended that statement for what they're going to be doing, and they would just redo them maybe once a year during the major expansions. Oh, yeah, but, but also they usually, but see, they're telling us that ahead of time. They probably would tell us ahead of time, too especially since there's not a lot of returning raids, like what's the point of them telling us that just last year, if it's not going to be the case, you know, now they, I get that because they, tell but, I mean, they, time. they yeah. told us, that, but the point is they told us something, they changed it. It is possible that they could change it. Yeah. But then they would tell us ahead of time. So like, maybe like or this. tell us yeah. after the fact, after they didn't come through on it. All right. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. What do you think people, but all this being said, and I don't think, even though I don't think the reason for it is because of um, weapons we already have, because there's been so many rumors, even with Leviathan coming back and, and um, you know, even Kingsfall, they didn't give us exactly how things were there and so many raids. But not just Tassie article, there's been a little bit of talk even in Destiny rumor, again, I'm only saying this because we don't know for sure, but the latest Destiny rumor, you know, it's always changing. But one of the rumor sites said that several people that they've talked to that work at Destiny claim, work at Bungie claim it'll be Crota. So that to me is probably the biggest reason, not because of any of the other reasons. Now I still, there's no way we can say for sure. And it better not be. I'm going to be pissed. What do you think? <laughs> You're going to be pissed if it's Crota? Yeah. The only one I'd be maybe be pissed more would be Scourge. But Crota would be well, second most pissed. I think I even... Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, if they brought back the D2 raids, right? We would be yeah. basically... We paid for this year of content, you know, for a reprised raid... And we're getting something that was vaulted and we already paid for. I know there's been a lot of grumblings about that. So, you know, at this point, it is going to be a D1 raid. I think that's the likelihood of it, right? I mean, they could change that. I mean, um, real quick on that point, though, but you'd be surprised how many people want Leviathan to come back. Oh, I mean, it I doesn't would, matter about the pain thing. Back. Elmer Fudd always loved that raid. He always talks about wanting to come back. I know that people like Link, a lot of people I've talked to, I think casual raiders want that raid to come back more than any other raid. So, yes, there'd be some grumbling from the hardcore raiders, but I don't know about the... Um, if they were just to take a poll, I don't think the argument of already paying for it will fly, because I think you'd be surprised how many people would be okay with Leviathan coming back. Yeah, I'm not saying I would hate, but I think... Uh, the hope would be if they brought it back, just bring it back randomly, not as part of a paid yearly track. What's paid? These reprise raids are never paid. They're always free. King's Fall is free. This one will be free also. Or am I missing something? So they are free. They're not yeah. part of They're not. paid content. <clears throat> no. King's Fall is free. People can play that. That's the thing we forget a lot. People say, what can a free player do in the game? Not much. True, but people do tend to forget there's a couple of raids that are free. So, Fault of Glass and King's Fall have always been free. 
Okay. So this will be a free one too, unless again they change their mind and didn't tell us ahead of time. That would be pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay, but back on the topic. So okay, you're you would you be okay with Crota coming back? I mean, obviously they would make it better. I don't know how much better they could. What would yeah. you prefer? Okay, besides Wrath, what would you prefer the most out of Leviathan, Crota, Scourge? Uh, Wrath being number one, right? I would probably With that, pick. Besides Wrath, what would you besides prefer the, yeah, the most? I don't know. I would kind of be, I'm kind of intrigued if it is going to be Crota, how they're going to change it, right? Because it was what, the easiest raid of D1? <laughs> so I would yeah. be intrigued. Between that and Leviathan, you know, I don't think Scourge coming back is on the top of my list. Maybe um, uh, Crown. I'd almost probably, I would almost prefer that over Crown Scourge. Royal. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> mm. I might need to take a break and go uh, grab a drink then. Um, but Leviathan, yeah. I don't know. We've already had Leviathan in D2, right? I'd almost prefer them to bring back Crota over the two. I think that's probably not a popular opinion. I would love for them to bring back Leviathan, don't get me wrong. But I think if they are going to change it and port Crota over, and that's going to be the reprised raid, I think with the changes that they've made to the other D1 raids, I would be curious to see what they're going to do with it. It's definitely going to be harder than its predecessor, and I think it could make it, if they do it right, they could make it fun. Yeah, there's so much to this. Like, King's Fall, they changed quite a bit not really, but quite a bit to like make it so much better than it was before. Vault of Glass, it's still pretty easy and boring. <laughs> so, Prota, I think there's possibilities. And now that I'm thinking about this more, I think I would agree also that if they can make it kind of like, you know, you ran probably hard mode at least a couple times at the end, right? Remember how we had to do extra things? We had to... Um, yeah, probably once or twice. You know, there was like a timer for getting, you know, the ads and the and the witches in the back before you get into the final crota room and things like that. And um, I don't know, maybe add like another mini encounter in it. And um, I don't know. Even if they changed a bit, though, I just feel like okay. I take it back again. No, I would have to say. Even though excitement-wise, and it's something kind of newish, especially for a lot of people, and we haven't had it for a long time, at first glance, I would want Crota back. But in the super long run, Leviathan being back would be better. And I'm assuming also with Leviathan, they would either have as standard the harder mode or have the hard mode as an option. If they don't have the harder mode as an option... You know, the different mechanics, how in the harder mode we had to do extra mechanics. If they don't even have that as an option and just make it harder with, with um, you know, the champions, then I guess I changed my mind on that. But um, oh, we just need to find out. Uh, August 22nd, I bet we'll find out on that day. So we're getting close. Closer. Close. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued and I'm excited to see what it's going to be. Yeah. This is a good topic. I'm glad you started talking about that because um, I did not expect that. But it was kind of on my mind a couple weeks ago where, you know, I saw, you know, you can hardly believe any of things because they've gone around pretty much every raid available. They're like, this is coming back, this is coming back, this is coming back. But Crota became the latest word in the rumor discords. And then 
and then a couple people wrote articles about it. I think seem to remember also Hazel was saying on GDC podcast that there was also a streamer that said something about it. So we will see. I don't know how I feel about it, but well, I mean, the raid topic is definitely exciting, right? We have the uh, raid race uh, from Elmer Fudd, and that's going to be happening happening on the nineteenth. And I know I've been diving more into raids, even with my lack of time. I've been jumping on. We've been raid practicing, jumping on throughout the week, doing the uh, Wednesday raid, and uh, scheduled uh, the next Wednesday raid, uh, which will be following the release of this podcast. Um, so I'm definitely getting excited. Yeah. Now, are you excited about the news that came out today? State of the game. I actually read that uh, while the kids were gawking at uh, fish and turtles and tanks, and we were walking around. I was uh, I would read a few sentences and then come back to it, read a few more sentences. I ended up reading the whole thing uh, over the course of what thirty or forty minutes uh, while I was multitasking, and it's it's a girthy article. Well, I'm not as impressed. <laughs> or I don't know if you answered the question, if you're excited about it. But uh, now, first of all, what's really interesting here is I'm trying to remember if we actually do get these twice a year. I thought they used to be once a year. But in the TWID, just to fast forward a little bit, but I don't know if we'll go into that because there wasn't really anything interesting there. They said this was our mid-year or half-year state of the game. I'm like, okay, I guess we are getting them twice a year or whatever. But really big picture first. I don't think there was really that much good enough news in here. It seemed kind of pointless that it was brought out today. I feel like it would have been much better if they waited on this article after August 22nd, where we know a lot more of the exciting stuff, <clears throat> and then also released this article same day or a week later or whatever, kind of as a supplemental thing. But let's go through it, you know, kind of the main points and see what you all think all in all, but, and obviously I'm not down on Destiny or anything, but I, I just think this isn't really that much good news. No, I wouldn't say there's a ton of good news in there. Uh, I think there's a lot of good points that they talk about. Right? Alright, um, so let's start what they go through here. Um, blah, 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 addressing feedback, blah, blah. Okay, ritual updates. Let's start with that. So, I mean, this is cool. Um, TLDR, you can play more how you want for ritual activities, where in the past you would have, you'd have to play Vanguard playlists, then Crucible playlists, then Gambit playlists for, it used to be the Pinnacle, but now it's the Exotic. Well, now you can just play a mixture of whatever you want. And what was it? Eight total? I'm trying to see here. Do, 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 do. do you remember the number, Sen? You said you read it. Nine. I did read it. I didn't, I didn't pull it Nine up. challenges. Nine cha okay, so it's not even necessarily nine strikes. It's just nine challenges. In any playlist that you'd like, and then you'll get the exotic or whatever. <clears throat> so I guess that's good. However, <laughs> the fact that you can play whatever you want this is going to be even more of a death for Gambit, i.e. what we're going to be talking about later with Gambit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that, you know, pulling people away from certain playlists, right? Uh, not making um, not making time for the other activities. That could be one detractor there. 
but I think it's good because it's get, allowing people to play the way they want, and that's what everybody, needless to say, want it. That's what they want it. They want it to play the way they want it on this. I never asked for that as much, but um, it's fine. I think it's a good move in general, but I also think there were certain people, not me, but there were certain people that felt motivated to go into Gambit to get that extra exotic each time, each week. And there could be less motivation there. Um, Could. It depends. You know, it could be, I'll just go in a mixture of Strikes and Crucible and get all my rewards that way. And then, especially since, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about this in a second. There are a few gamut changes, but way less than anything else. And um, uh, people will probably hop in it for a couple times. and And then down the road, especially since they're not, needing to do Gambit for the rewards, if they were never a Gambit fan in the first place, then we're going to be avoiding it even more. All right. Maybe. Well, I will. I'm, ex- I'm excited Some people for will. One, for one part of it. <laughs> what's that? Oh, you, let's just talk about Gambit then now. Yeah, what's changing with Gambit? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> new enemies. They're bringing back the Lucent Hive and... What else were they bringing back? I remember the Lucent Hive. I, I should pull it up versus going off of memory. But they're bringing back the uh, put new enemies in there, and they're going to be bringing back the Dreaming City map. That part I'm excited about, the Dreaming City map. I had some Shadow- good memories playing Gambit on the Dreaming City map, to be honest. Yeah, Shadow Legion Lucent Hive. But do be aware, it's, not, it's still going to be on a rotation. It's not like you're still going to have to go through the crappy maps, too. And um, kind of the thing that a lot of people are hearing I mean, that's good that you're taking this as a positive, but most people are taking this as a negative, especially when we read this part right here. I just had to read this in, sorry. No worries. Read it. Read away. Although we know... Wait, sorry. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. They were saying how they made um, significant changes across the five categories in Gambit. Core activity fundamentals, primeval tuning, invasions, animal, ammo economy, and rewards. And this was in Witch Queen. Unfortunately, even with all that that they did, these updates did not move the needle for player engagement. Although we know our Gambit fans mostly care about new or returning maps, this is an area of the game with lower engagement, and that would take resources away for more popular parts of the game to shore up. So that's really bad news. That's basically saying... You know, people always talk about <clears throat> Crucible being on life support, but Gambit is just truly going to be on life support for the um, uh, last year or whatever we get <laughs> of uh, Final Shape. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's not going to get a lot of love, but I think the little bit of treatment that it's getting with that, I think is okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um and this will be a bigger topic that comes up. Maybe I'll loop back to the end, but the whole thing about um, how much people are playing certain activities because people have different opinions about it, especially if you like a lower popular activity. It's always the chicken and the egg scenario. Is it like because of this it's a lower player activity or is it because it's a lower player activity no matter what Bungie did? Hmm, that is the question. But anyways, we'll get to that in a second. <clears throat> Let's scroll back up here um pvp stuff um tldr 
Let's see here. The TLDR, I don't know what you want to read. There's there's some new modes. I can start with the TLDR first if you want, and then if there's anything you want to add. Yeah, do the TLDR. Okay, I believe that was towards the end here. Sorry, I don't know why they put that down further. Uh, okay. Oh, shoot. <clears throat> because I feel like they... Here, I'll just go to the Discord where I posted some stuff first. <clears throat> this was in, by the way, you all can go to Destiny Talk. We kind of summarized a lot of things here on um, what was mentioned. I'm just skimming down through it again just to kind of refresh my memory on some of it. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no. Harley. Okay. To recap the PvP front, we're delivering the new Season 22 content we mentioned above, including the brand new Multiplex map. <clears throat> so a new map. And that's a Vex Infinite Forest looking map, by the way. There's a new Relic game mode and a new Checkmate game modifier. New Competitive Ascendant Division emblem and a slick new Trials of Osiris armor set. In addition to the new and returning weapons, coming to the Crucible, Iron Banner, and Trials playlists. We also have new sandbox overhauls, exotic armor upgrades, and weapon tuning changes to keep the meta fresh, alongside the new ways to play PvP when the season kicks off later this month. So when they mention it like that, and all these things that are mentioned here, I don't know, that kind of sounds like... They're doing something with PvP. Do you think it'll be enough? Now, I know me and you are not big PvP players, but what do you think overall? Yeah, so competitive and trials, not so much for me, right? I'm more, a little more casual than that. Um, the weapons, kind of cool for some people, uh, unless it's something that blows me away. Uh, not so much. Now, the game modes, right? I found those game modes kind of intriguing. The Checkmate uh, and Relic. I actually was kind of intrigued on how they described Relic. Uh, Relic, they call it basically a 6v6 party <clears throat> mode. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued the, with that one too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Aegis from the Vault, the Synaptic Spear, uh, Scythe. Um, you actually can charge a personal Relic, and then you got to go to a depot to get it. Uh, That'll be fun. This will be like a yeah, like a mayhem type uh, fun party so. mode. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Checkmate. Uh, that sounds like it's really focusing more on you know gun skill and uh, communication with teams, and just skimming down through it. Yeah, special ammunition I mean, must be earned via gameplay and is not dropped on death. That's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting tidbit there, right? Because, uh, you know, the higher skill level players that are using specials that are running around, uh, you know, Titan, bull in a china shop, all up in your face, shotgunning, getting ammo, shotgunning, and just kind of wrecking through people. It'll definitely cause a little bit of a, a change in gameplay for them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That um, and the, um, the map. I know you mentioned the map already, but the uh, that is exciting that they're bringing a new map. Again, it is going to go in rotation, but a, uh, they call it a lo-fi Vex map. Yeah. Yeah, um, this 
relic mode could be quite fun. Could get a lot of us PvEers in there. <clears throat> of course, probably a lot of the pure PvPers would be like, that's stupid, but that's that's fine. That's what it is. I mean, there's different things that appeal to different people. Yep. And if and, this uh, relic is fun, I would be in there way more than Gambit. Back to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nafu in the chat, uh, just going to comment on that real quick. He said, uh, rip testing massive breakdown. Uh, definitely rip to them. Uh, they've been going for a while. They just uh, put out their last episode. He did mention they talked about uh, Checkmate uh, by Merck uh, and team there on uh, that last episode of DMB. Yeah, and it's a good time to remind people, too. Um, I do keep, and I'll be removing them from the list soon, but um, definitely check them out. They're back catalog, but at some point I'll remove them from the list because I keep an up-to-date uh, website of all known Destiny podcasts. So if you're looking for more podcasts out there, we promote the Our Sector Alliance podcasts at the top, the five of us, and then I list all the other known Destiny podcasts, and that website is destinypodcasts.com. I don't have a tagline for that. That could be the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just say that every time. Hey, right. <laughs> All right. Um, so it, this is interesting. It kind of surprised me talking about this and thinking about this more. Um, a lot of people were saying, you know, no one's working on PVP anymore. Um, all the teams have moved over to Marathon, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of like, not on that point so much, but I kind of agreeing on the overall sentiment of like, I don't sometimes understand why people still play PvP year after year and have all these complaints. There's other PvP games out there that are better than Destiny. Maybe not the way you like how the gunplay feels in, I mean, Destiny may have a better gunplay feel for, in certain aspects, but if you really want to play PvP, there's other games. Um just move on like don't have hope anymore um you know the game's coming to a close we only have a year left but this kind of surprised me that well the people that were saying that they're not working on pvp anymore um maybe they are some because we have two new game modes and a new map so there we go and also we may even get a new map another one sometime in final shape they usually do one a year so this is actually kind of wait sorry when was the vex one coming is that in final shape or is that next couple seasons i may feel stupid that i'm saying that now <clears throat> um if anyone in the chat knows you can let us know too lightfall okay wait no so that's in the next couple seasons then it says uh we felt uh now is the perfect time to deliver the map uh so actually i think they talk about it uh, about lightfall and vex playing an important role in it and they said it. They felt it would be a good time to do it. Uh, so I believe it's coming sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, I don't think they specifically state it. I'm just kind of skimming through here. Um, some stuff's coming in season 22. Uh, there's more to come in season 23. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're also uh, focusing on a reprisal map coming in season 23. Uh, with reporting over the Citadel. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it was. So, the, yeah, there's a couple things couple things going on. A reprisal map, a new map, and we could even get another new map sometime in Final Shape. But maybe don't count on it, but I don't know. It's a little bit better than even I expected, so 
there's that for you. <laughs> All right. Um, some new weapon subfamilies uh, will be coming. Um, new strand aspects, but we kind of already knew that. They, it seemed like they should be coming. I think they told us every season of this year would have one anyway, so then we'll probably get even another new set in the season after in season 23. So I'm kind of surprised they put that in there. And then um, they do kind of give some hype for this next season, August 22nd. They said, you know, with them kind of having some activities, they're testing some new things. And honestly, Deep Dive was pretty cool overall test how it works, even though there's a lot of things that are weird or annoying about it. So I hope they have some really cool activities in this next season. And on August 22nd, not only are they going to talk probably about Final Shape stuff, but they'll be talking about the season coming up. And so there could be some really interesting activity stuff going on there. And then um, they preview a thing called Pathfinder uh, that they were going to bring out earlier, but now it's going to be pushed back to Final Shape. And it's kind of like a... I, it looks almost like a Diablo thing where it's like a skill tree and you're picking different rewards or things as you get closer to that is a bigger a very thing much an MMO like layout. Yeah. And they say it's kind of in lieu of bounties. Um, now, they didn't say all bounties are going away, but some core things. And they say this will be much more rewarding and interesting to run than bounties. Uh, I mean, yeah, even if you like bounties, they're kind of boring. I mean... <laughs> get so many kills like doing that like you know but um so there's that and um so let's go back a little bit uh yeah back up in the article uh the i don't know if you touched on it but the hundred uh favorite shaders ornaments and emotes you'll be able oh, to yeah. favorite those starting in season 22 part of the quality of life upgrade they are moving uh you mentioned the new strand subclasses or um aspects coming and fragments um they're moving the stasis aspects and fragments uh as well uh it says any character is completed the beyond light campaign will be able to acquire all available stasis aspects and fragments from elsie bray on europa starting next season so that's an interesting change and i know a lot of people prior were complaining how grindy that was for stasis um and also they're changing the transmats so your inventory where you had a lot of transmats just chilling there, you could use up. They're now unlockable, and uh, you'll have the availability to unlock them and use them mm -hmm. rather than being consumable as they are now. Uh, yeah. They did touch on a couple things about the resource tab. Not a big deal there, and the wish under pursuit changing a little bit, uh, and some things with uh, ritual rank ups and how they display on screen, and the iron banner change split. Oh, and the small thing with. Um... Vanguard playlists, the medals are uh, going to be permanently more in that, which was cool, which we had with the seasonal activity a little while back. And uh, medals will play the, a uh, bigger role. The yearly activity medals will not be all year round. Those will be reserved to whatever uh, the yearly activity was. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was it? Guardian Games? Yeah. And um, kind of an interesting change there. Okay. So here's the fun topic. Back to that gamber thing, but it's a much bigger discussion in my opinion. <laughs> they basically, and I know soccer TLDR'd this also in the Discord, and, and I was reading it some other places too. But they basically are telling us 
sorry, you can't have more in Gambit because it'll take stuff away from regular PvE. And you could even go further with that and say it could take stuff away. That's why we don't have as much PvP stuff and, and all this stuff. And obviously, they're going to put the most resources in seasonal activities, um, you know, new story missions, things like that. And then they they have, I'm sure they have analytics. Now, this is the chicken, the egg discussion on why things are like that, potentially. But here's the thing. Gambit, it's like, the lovers of it will say, well, it's a lower plane activity because you didn't put enough resources into it. And then other people will say, and Bungie will say, and we have to just take their word for it, well, it was already a lower plane activity even in its heyday, you know, even shortly after that when we were still putting a lot of resources into it. So we can't put as many resources into it or we're going to take resources away from other more important things. I start taking this all the way down the line, and I go back to my original thing. It's it's kind of a jokey thing. I mean, obviously, Destiny would have never been like this, but even in the PvE, PvP aspect, should Destiny been a game that did this many things? Should Destiny have been a PvE and a PvP game? Ooh. <laughs> you know? I always kind of wondered, have they always tried to do too much in this game? Thoughts? Are they? Are they really doing too much? Yes, I they've mean, told us like, even at times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it makes it seem based on this article, right? They don't have the resources to, you know, bring new maps regularly and consistently for Crucible. They mm -hmm. don't have the team fully supporting uh, Gambit. But you know, it goes back. They are trying new things, right? Gambit wasn't a thing, and then it became a thing. It was a new aspect of Destiny. They are bringing back some maps. They're not bringing back a lot. They are. They do mention they have a team dedicated to Crucible in the overarching experience and the sandbox and you know things about the Crucible outside of map making. Um, you know, so they have a they have a focus there, and they of course have their PVE and their you know the the general gameplay team. Right. I don't think they're necessarily doing too much. I just think they may might have gotten a little too ambitious. And might have put a little too much in the game, but now can't deliver on all aspects completely. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily too much because you know there are other games that have both PVE and PvP content, right? Well, what and and are they good on both? To, give me one example. Right. Usually, they'll have a very small PvP area, or let's take or Diablo. Like, let's take Diablo yeah, for that comparison. That's, right? That's that'll prove my point. <laughs> the, the PvP um, part, no one does it. It's not good. There are people that do it. I mean, I've I don't watch a lot of streamers that I do, but I've I watched yeah, somebody stream they recently, like, and they are go they updating it. the PvP areas? Are they adding all these new things? Like, will it keep people interested? I really don't think so. That many people are doing the PvP aspect. Think about something that you would like where you do both, and then if you take like Fortnite or something as an example, these other games that are good on PvP, they will sometimes add a small PvE area, but then it's not very good or not very big. Yeah, I mean, I think Destiny's gameplay overall is good for both PvP, generally speaking, not not necessarily Gambit, right, and PvE. I think there is a place in this game for both. One, because they've done it for, what, 10 years in D1 and D2? They've done it for so long, and the gunplay does feel good. Yeah, there are certain aspects that bug the shit out of people, right? 
but it is a good quality experience overall if you think about it in the gun gunplay perspective not talking about you know matchmaking load times i'm not talking about the amount of cheaters in there if you're on pc lobbies and you have that aspect to it but the gun gunplay itself for the most part is really good like i don't go and play pvp type games normally i play pvp here like i don't do call of duty or battlefield or or whatever the other case may be you know fortnite I don't like the feel of those games when it comes to that kind of, you know, gunplay. Yeah. And the people that are more PvPers are usually the ones that don't love the Destiny PvP as much. Um, I think the casuals, it's easier to like it. I just wonder at the end of life or final shape, when all's said and done, what will people think of the PvP overall in Destiny? Will they say, well, we were brought along this whole time and it was never super great but oh well and the other thing to keep in mind is their next couple games i mean marathons pvp only so i think they learned a lesson there and the new um matter one i'm guessing will be pve only i you can call me on my words in if i'm wrong when that comes out but i imagine they're not going to be doing a combination game anymore i can pretty much guarantee it who knows i mean once i'm sure as it gets closer to the release of both games we'll know more but yeah i mean you know, obviously, Marathon is touted as PvP, so it's probably safe. It's probably a safe bet on that one. That's going to be PvP only. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So it's interesting. I'm curious what everyone else thinks. Um, you know, one last thing to say about this too is we have to remember um, we got more maps. We kind of got more content when Bungie was owned by Activision. They had multiple studios working for them. I remember everyone's like so excited, like Bungie's going out on their own. And yes, I still think it was more good than bad because they get to make their own decisions now. They get to be a good company because there was a lot of bad coming from Activision. But the fact that they were under Activision is they had multiple studios working with them, Vicarious Visions, other studios, creating all this content. And no matter which way you spin it, we have less content now, now that they're on their own. It's just, it's impossible to have more content unless... Sony can bring in, spin up other studios. It's always easier to have more content with multiple studios versus adding more employees and growing your own studio. It's just it's just a fact. Um, and I know Bungie's even having a hard time trying to hire people and spin up these things. Maybe like five year, another five, ten years down the road, if they have multiple studios under their name, it could happen. But um, I do think people need to remember that it's okay. We have a little less content because... Um, they're on their own now. They're not part of Activision anymore. Yeah. And my only recommendation to Bungie on that, and I don't know how their hiring process is, but my experience, you know, from the time not being in the car business, right, and trying to get jobs other places and trying to work from home, they should probably, you know, I don't know how they do it, but I've seen other companies. Nobody wants to call you back, and they post these things online, and you never know what happens. I'm sure, and Bungie's probably guilty of it too, they should probably be more communicative to applicants if they want to hire top talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's even more than that. It's just, it's just there's something about like smart companies know to work with other companies and outsource things that make sense. So even if Bungie was able to get really good talent and have a lot of employees magically tomorrow, it's still harder to make more content sometimes than 
having another studio make certain types of content, if that makes sense, you know. It's just the way things work. Like even big companies like IBM, Microsoft, Apple don't make every part of the thing. They outsource things to other people. And if they probably could, but it would take more time and everything like that if they did every single thing on their own. Yeah. Agreed. I think that would be a, a big aspect for them if they did that. Yeah. All right. Well, good discussions. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna start closing up here for this week because we have uh, and we did our podcast a little earlier. If you're in the live show, welcome everyone. Uh, based on the normal time, because we're gonna be practicing for some raids and stuff like that. But um, a lot of good news came out today that um, we just got the bomb dropped on us. It was actually last night um, from Joe Blackburn that we would be getting the state of game today. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. We do have uh, one question uh, from our question for the show area uh, from Mr. Monkey. He said, after reading the state of the game, he said, twice uh, twice as many words are hard. Um, kind of made a joke about it. Should they have uh, just Sunset Gambit now to make development space for other content? Uh, full disclosure, I love Gambit and would take it over Crucible, but I know that's not the popular for you. Uh, P.S. and Big shout out or big love to hazel for joining the ambassador team yeah shout out to hazel thank you uh, for coming along to the ambassador ride here in tgh what are your thoughts on that question about sunsetting gambit me first you mean yeah oh i don't actually think they should have i mean unless it makes more people mad just seeing it, that it's not getting much love, which I suppose there is a fairly large contingent of that. But even though I was saying all this stuff before, I still see that the little amount that they're doing, they told us already, this is not taking resources away. So they don't need to sunset it. Um, I don't think they need to because they're already telling us they're not spending a lot of resources on it. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, it's it's an okay experience. It's part of the game. I mean, I, I'm not. A, I mean, they did say they're not going to be sunsetting anymore, right? They're not going to be taking stuff out of the game on uh, a previous article. Hence, you know, if I guess that's changed, true. Change that yeah, we opinion. never thought about that for Gambit. I mean, I don't think anyone really thought that they would, anyways. But no, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I think I think just leave it. Um, one because they said they're not going to, uh, you know, sunset any more content. But also, you know, there are people out there that still play it. Um, you know, to a little bit that I have jumped in over the past few seasons. Matchmaking times aren't awful. They go in fairly quick. It's a pretty quick experience. It breaks up the monotony of doing the PvP and the PvE content for those that want to do something a little bit different and still play the game. So definitely keep it in, uh, even if there's not much love. Yeah, excellent question, Mr. Monkey. Thanks for sending that in. Uh, Nate Fu did ask, uh, how many of us are at GCX right now? Uh, sadly, uh, Nate Fu, I did answer this in chat, but I am not. I've never been to one. I've been wanting to go, but uh, the stars have not aligned for me to go at all. Maybe next Is year. GCX right now? Uh, this weekend, actually. It starts oh. uh, tomorrow. Nice. We're recording on the 3rd, and it starts on the 4th. Mm. Yeah, I'm not there either. I could have if I cared, but I don't feel like it's still really like the event to do. Maybe unless you're closer or something. Um, maybe if the next few years we all start getting hyped about it again and more people start going, then I'll consider it too. 
listen, and this can be a bungee, please, but I remember a time when uh, Destiny Reset recorded live at the, you know, it was before GCX was GCX, right? What was it? Yeah. Um, um, Guardian Con. Yeah. And they did a, they had podcasts go and do live recordings there, like on a stage in front of people. If we get, if they did that again and wanted to invite us out, heck yeah, that would be an experience I wouldn't want to miss. Well, do you even have to be invited? You can also, it can be done anyways. We can even just do it in a hotel room or like in some <laughs> uh, conference center that's not being used after hours or something. You know, I know people do that other ways too, but yeah, who knows? Maybe if there's enough interest, we will try to get out there in the next couple of years. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we do know, final thought, uh, when it comes to the state of the game, the twin itself, uh, this week in Destiny was light, a lot of recap there. Uh, known issues, videos and such. Uh, the biggest thing this week was the state of the game. Um, you know, they do mention that, you know, the final shape is incredibly special to them, and it's the culmination of Destiny's first decade. Um, and they're committed to making it special for all players, obviously, worldwide, um, with the Witness, I guess, as the showdown with the Witness approaches. Um, they did mention, I think there is more in store after Layfall. So I'm I'm definitely hyped for the final year or the not final year, but light fall year and what's to come after. Yes, um, uh, you're right. One last topic on that, too. I'm a little concerned myself because I don't know the fact that they're telling us that it kind of goes back to the fact, too, that people were complaining that the story this year was spread out among the seasons, the actual Lightfall story, not the, um, not just the seasonal stories. Well, they told us Final Shape will basically have the true conclusion, culmination of the Light and Dark Saga. It will not be spread out among seasons. It'll be just, it'll be one and done. Now that could be good news. Then something changing to some exciting new storyline after that, or it could potentially be pretty bad news. We're just going to have, yes, other stories, but pretty lackluster seasons after that until some new IP comes out. So I'm not down on this totally, but I am concerned. (laughs) The concerning part could be if they go down the path of the monotonous uh, season seasons that Diablo 3 did that kind of steered me away from going into that game, you know, year or season after season, resetting characters, doing the same stuff over and over, grinding this, you know, same gear, but in a different season, Um, you know, that could be a a downfall if they go down that, that whole rabbit hole, as far as, you know, seasonal content and seasonal type, I guess you could say. Um, But as long as there's more story and, and more to experience, I'm okay. I'm 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 excited if that's the case. But they kind of need to have something, you know, Nafu says or leave it in a, you know, a state like D1, but that's because D2 came out at some point a year after and and yeah, like things were different. I mean, it was a year after um Rise of Iron, but then we got still some big updates through there like we got um, Moments of Triumph was pretty big and stuff. And um I just worry like when will the new property be coming out, whether it's Destiny 3, Destiny Online, or a different game? Um, 
what are we going to be doing, especially if this final shape conclusion is supposed to be so exciting, uh, what are we going to be excited for after that? I mean, I guess it's fine to have some downtime after that until the next thing, but money-wise for them, and, and uh, yeah, they're probably going to get us to all buy some deluxe edition thing. I just hope it'll be worth it. Ask me, you know, if we find out more on August 22nd or by early next year, what the details look like. I'm just going to be a little more skeptical this time around of buying the whole year thing if we don't really know how good it's going to be. And also, when's the next thing coming? You know, are we, is it even going to be more than a year after because it's delayed? Uh, are we just going to have, because we're certainly not getting, what, another big expansion for Destiny 2? Maybe we would. But they kind of tell us expansions a few years ahead of time. Uh, so are we just going to have a bunch of just seasons and what's happening afterwards? You know, <laughs> Time's going to tell on this one. Uh, Nafu, it won't be until 2025 when the story concludes? No, they told us the story is going to conclude um, at the beginning of the final shape, right, right after the raid and campaign. Now, there can be a new story, of course, after that seasonal story. But that's what I'm concerned about, like, what, unless I'm misunderstanding something, um, what will be the interesting story? <laughs> or is it just going to be cleanup? Like, a lot of games will do this. Like, you did the exciting story, and now it's just cleanup afterwards. We're just, like, you know, doing all the ritual activities forever and ever until the next Destiny thing comes out. It'll be all uh, Red War campaign after the Light and, so light and Dark Saga ends. No powers. We're going to be limping around the areas, and I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Scoot said we retire and spend our time at the uh, European beach zone. Well, yeah. Final shape. If you talk about the deluxe thing, will be a year-long thing, Nate Fu. But they did again read the article that came out today. They very specifically said, and people are even talking about in articles that. They're not going to uh, push out the the main storyline. Um, like people were complaining, like there w it will be the end. They keep using that word, the end of the light and dark saga, right after the campaign and raid. And it kind of makes sense too, at least on a story beat, because how can we have some big culmination of some exciting thing that happens if it doesn't really end after the campaign or the raid? It just drags on. It'll never. Year. It'll never end. <laughs> but then at the end of that one, it's like. Is there another year? You know, it's like so. This is the predicament that they're in. It, it really is because um, they have to have an ending of some big major storyline at some point, and then unless they want the game to die, they got to have some kind of storyline after that. But it won't be the light and dark saga. We at least know that hundred thousand percent. So it'll be something. I, I I know for sure. It's not like the. I'm not saying the game is going to be turned off or nothing new added after that but i'm a little concerned of what it will be um if it'll be anything super exciting so all right um thanks everyone for the questions for the feedback we really appreciate the live show every week great hearing from everyone yeah always magical yeah and, well uh, final shout out to uh sweaty i know he's listening live uh thank you sir for uh, trusting me with mod status over in Blueberry Lounge. I appreciate you, sir. Ew, don't trust Sin with mod status over there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret it, sweaty. <laughs> or is he? 
No, wait, who started the Discord? Because if it was sweaty, then Sin can't change your name. But if it was native, then he can change your name. <laughs> Just better hope he can't change your name, sweaty. <laughs> I wouldn't change his name. Or timeout people. That's just not me. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, should we start closing this up? Yeah, let's uh, do it. We have a raid race to practice for. All right. Well, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me currently in Crucible uh, with my pulse rifle, uh, scrubbing it out and not doing very well because I'm trying to focus on the podcast or Twitter, sin underscore media, and of course in the Discord. Kingsley of Final Shape Mac, take us out. <laughs> yes, this Final Shape Mac, we'll see what's happening hopefully after August 22nd. And uh, you can find me as Kingsley Mac, Final Shape Mac, maybe I'll change my name, all the places. Um, but more importantly, you can find me. Yeah, I know, right? Um, Twitter's changed to X, by the way. Uh, what the hell is yeah. that all about? <laughs> I know. That's kind of an intriguing change. Okay, I'm going to be figuring... X going to give it to you. <laughs> I'm going to be figuring out some stuff here soon. I do have an uh, invite to Blue Sky, which is a Twitter competitor. A lot of people like Jack Dorsey and people that used to work at Twitter broke off and they started Blue Sky, and it's invite only right now. And then there's the threads. But I heard threads, even though it started strong, like 80% of people dropped off of it. And there's no guarantee that Twitter will totally die off, but changing the name too to X? Like, come on, that's quite stupid. Yeah, Nate yeah. Fusa's threads is meh. So I'll be checking out Blue Sky and reporting back. I hope, I think our best bet is Blue Sky opens to public like right away, like soon. And most people from Twitter, from X, move over to there. Maybe even threads will move over to there. And then hopefully Blue Sky will pick up because I do miss Twitter. There, you know, your experience is what you put into it. You know, if you see weird things that you don't agree with or like, you just stop following those people and then follow new people. But there were so many good resources I got over Twitter over the years. And honestly, I haven't been using it really much the last bit. Um, but we will see here what happens um, with that. But in the meantime, even though I'm not really on Twitter much or the podcast is i think it does still auto post our episodes but more importantly people just go to our website you'll find everything about us there how to listen to the podcast multiple different ways how to join our patreon to support us which we really appreciate those who have and how to join the clan if you want and just all sorts of information about us here it and comes nafu yes you can find us at www.theguardianhub.com the best hub on the net Thank you, Sid. That was Thank amazing you. this time. <laughs> Better than normal. <laughs> Surprising. Um, yeah. And thank you, everyone. Quite an crucible. Who is listening this week. And we really appreciate you all. And we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye-bye.